Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from the technical, cynical, cinephile side. And the hopeless romantic point of view. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And tonight, we're going to be taking a look at Christmas Sale. Yes, we circled back uh, on this one, and... We sailed back. Uh, <laughs> we circled back in our sailboats uh, to catch Christmas Sale. Mm-hmm. So, Hamilton. Yes. Let me pose the question for you first. Mm-hmm. Is this one that you would want to watch again? Maybe on a sailboat? Oh. With your sailor's cap? Yeah. A nice sweater tied around your shoulders? Okay, okay. Or is this one maybe you would have on in the background while you're cleaning your sailboat? Okay, sure, yeah. With lye, yep. Just like in the background, you can just kind of hear it. Uh, or is this one that you would sail away from and never wow. want to see again? Um, well, these, are, these are tough choices. I know. Uh, this is one I would I would probably just have on in the background. I, mm, or am I, I, I'm torn because there's a lot I do like this. I'm a big nautical guy. So part of me wants to watch this one again. Part of me just wants to have it on the background. I, I'm after me. I would watch it. I would watch it again. I would sit there and watch it again with some popcorn and maybe some smoked salmon or something. <laughs> some smoked salmon. What, what, what about you? How, do, how, do you, how did you feel about it? Uh, I'm a little torn with this one also because I love Terry O'Quinn mm-hmm. so much. And this movie, Terry O'Quinn and we're going to talk about it, is phenomenal uh, pretty much in everything he does, but really in this movie. This movie was a lot sadder than I anticipated. Yeah. Yes, uh, it was. Very Hallmark movies and mysteries. Exactly. I feel like it was, it was put on the wrong schedule. Yeah. This movie was sadder than The Christmas Promise that we watched. And that movie Ooh. was pretty sad, but this one... Well, okay, I don't want to say sadder. <laughs> I'm using the wrong word, but I cried more. So in my okay. mind, that was sadder. Sure. But, you know, you can cry happy tears, even mm-hmm. though they weren't happy tears. I was crying. The, I feel like the grief in this one was, um, it, it hit a little bit harder for me. So, That's true. Yeah. you know, I would have to be in the mood for a bit of. Uh, a bit of crying for this one. Sure. Uh, but, you know, a good cry every once in a while is good for you. So I, I think I would say that I would watch this one again. Look at that. We agree. I like that. Nice. Well, why don't you go ahead and give us this sad plot summary that everyone's waiting for. Okay. Bring, bring some tears to those eyes out there. Get your tissues ready, guys. A turn of events leads Liz and her daughter, Hannah, to her hometown to spend Christmas with her father, Dennis, for the first time in a long time. Christmas hasn't been the same since her mom died. She is reunited with her old friend, Luke, who helps her fix up the family sailboat for the Christmas lights parade. Dennis finds comfort in Liz and Hannah's time there, and a childhood friendship turns to newfound love. For Liz and Luke. Nice. That was really good. I, I don't have any tears. That, that had me smiling, not crying. <laughs> well, I didn't 
I, you know, you didn't delve into the. I didn't. Grief. I could have gone on about yeah. you know the mom that's passed Oof. and all uh. the, the the tear tear inducing scenes that mm-hmm. we got, but um, there you have it. That was good. That was good. Why don't you give us the the rundown on our our leads? Yes, we have Katie Sackhoff plays Liz, mm-hmm. and you might know her from well, I know her from. Battlestar Galactica. And I, I know her from that as well. She will always be Starbuck to yeah. me. So it was a little difficult to to um, separate because I haven't seen her. I don't know if I've seen her since Battlestar Galactica, honestly. No, I take that back. She had um, she had a small part in Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, she did. Do you remember? Yeah. Well, she kind of played the same type of character. Same type, so. yeah. So, always Starbuck to me. But this role was totally different yes. from that role. So it was so hard. Was. It was hard for me to separate the two. But uh, then we also have the amazing, who I mentioned earlier, Terry O'Quinn, who plays Dennis, her father. Mm-hmm. And I know you aren't a big fan of the show, but I'm a big Lost fan. All my all my lost fans hit me up. He to me he will always be John Locke to me because that part to me he he just embodied that role so well. But he he's just amazing. The Rocketeer. He was in another a favorite show of mine, Alias. I just think anything he does he excels in. And then uh, we have Patrick Sabangi who plays Luke, and I've not really seen him before. Uh, so this was a new, a new face for me mm-hmm. and, uh, I really enjoyed him. Yeah. I liked him too. I thought he did great in this role. Uh, he had me laughing. He had, you know, good humor in the movie and, uh, yeah, I thought altogether this cast was, it was really well cast. Yeah. We had some big names in this one. Uh, maybe not in the Hallmark world, but definitely some big names out there. And it was really neat to see them kind of bring them all together for this. Yeah. And I feel like. I would say there actually is almost a fourth main character because I really don't I really don't see her as a supporting yeah. cast like she to me is just a wonderful joy to watch in this movie. I think you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was wondering if you're going to bring it up. I'm glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Hannah. Yep. Uh Liz's daughter and she is played by Emma Oliver. And I have to say as child actors go, this one I just, she was just incredible. She really was. And it it seems like a very hard role to play. There's a lot of nuance to this one. And I I feel like she delivered it. She was, you know, cute when she needed to be, not overly so. Sometimes uh, these kids can just kind of push that a little too much. And she was right where she needed to be. And she, you know, really had some some great quotes in this, this film that she really delivered well. Yeah. I just, every time she was on the screen, I was smiling or laughing or just like, my heart was melting. Yeah. She was just an absolute delight to see um, in this movie that did have a lot of sadness, but uh, she was definitely a joy in, in amongst the sadness. <laughs> so, you know, we usually start with the meat cute, but here we go again. We have another, we still haven't coined the term, but I guess we're going to go with meat again cute. Is that, <laughs> I don't know. Meat again cute. Uh, we're throwing it around. Yeah. We can do better. We're, you know, we're, we're workshopping it Re, right now. A Ryu, Ryu meat cute. Ryu. Ooh. 
Oh, there it is. No, that's it's it. It's like Re reunite. Yeah, I got Reu meet cute. I got it. Reu meet cute is what we're going for right now. I don't now. know about I'm that sure one. you guys will love it. But yeah, no, they they met again. Um, she comes in. Uh, you know, they boat into this this place. I, I'm guessing it's an island, but I wasn't really really clear on that. Yeah, like a boat town. Boat town. Island, yeah. Sure. And they're supposed to be met from by. Uh, they're supposed to be met there by the local baker. She's busy baking, and of course. Luke is there instead, and it's super cute. There was a really cute scene. You know, he's like, oh, I have something for this, and he pulls out a little paper and has their names on it, and it was just, I liked it. I was I was feeling it. Yeah, I love, there's a line where she sees him, because uh, I'm assuming, I don't know if we know for sure how long it's been since they've seen each other. Four years, You're usually five, good with the numbers, I think keeping I, track of our timelines. I think it's been about, I would say anywhere between seven to four years is sort of my ballpark, and I'm, I'm leaning more towards the four or five. Yeah, and uh, she says, you look healthy. <sighs> Which is not what you want to hear ever from anyone Unless you just got out of the hospital. Like, that is yeah. not what you want to hear. <laughs> no. So I thought that was really funny. And then it gets even funnier because uh, he's like, you look healthy too. <laughs> and then Hannah is like, do I look healthy? <laughs> so right off the bat, I was just like, okay, this is cute. Yeah. They have some humor I can get behind. And because, yeah, I have to say I wasn't. I wasn't like drawn in when I saw the previews of this one. Terry O'Quinn did draw me in. And I was like, well, Terry, if Terry's an ear, I know he will be amazing. So, but I wasn't quite sure how this was going to fit in and if it was going to give me the Christmas feels or, you know, um, it looked like maybe it was going to be a bit more dramatic. But uh, this one definitely, it, it snuck up on me. Yeah. It was, it was definitely a... Uh, a sneaky one that I was not expecting to to enjoy. Yeah, no, I, I think for me, I mean, you know, I love boats. I love the water. Uh, I love boat towns. You know, it had a very, I think it took place near Seattle over on the West Coast. You know, that's kind of where we saw those mountains. I was really confused, you know, about the mountains. It and, was filmed in Canada, uh, of course. There you go. But I, I love these sort of boat towns. There's a lot of fog that rolls in sometimes mm -hmm. in the background. Just really beautiful scenery. So I, w I was pretty excited about this. And um, yeah, it definitely snuck up. I wasn't expecting to feel the feelings that I felt. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think it would be this type of movie because I thought Hallmark would keep me safe on the main channel. They did not. They they threw a curveball at us. But uh, yeah, it was it was interesting to see that. Yeah, I, I feel like you might have some trust issues with uh, Hallmark Channel. <laughs> I might now. actually, I might have some trust. I'm going to have to read synopses uh, <laughs> now to, just to make sure I'm not going to cry. But just to make sure. Just to make sure. I will say, though, that I, I think the wardrobe in this film was done exceptionally well. One of my favorite things about the water and these sort of fishing towns are the wardrobes and the hats. My goodness, the hats. Um, Dennis actually had a nice little you know, paper boy cap that he had. Mm, yeah. One of the, I don't know if you noticed this, but there's actually like wearing and tearing on the brim of that that hat. And so wardrobe went so far as to scuff it up and make it look like he'd, he'd been wearing it for years. Love that little bit of detail. Um, Luke had on a pea coat and that knit cable knit sweater kind of look. I, I mean, give me a pea coat and I'm super happy. So they definitely kind of went all out for that sort of nautical theme. And it was great, especially Dennis towards the uh, towards the middle of the film. He has this long jacket on. It's not really a trench coat, but it has that same kind of vibe. Like Dennis's outfits were just fantastic in this. 
Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, obviously props to wardrobe and everything, but from what we've learned from Nathan Michael Fletcher, I don't know if that hats uh, fit in there because I think he had mentioned something like, oh, well, that's more of like props, of like mm. the hats. Oh, you're right. But I, I would that. not be surprised. Um, and I'm saying this like I know Terry O'Quinn, but I would not be surprised if he was the one that was like, I think my character needs some wear and tear on this. So can, can we scuff this hat up? I kind of want to find out. We're gonna we're gonna look into that for you guys. Terry, but, I know you're listening. Come on the podcast. We'd let, love to let have us you. Know. Let us know. But no, the costumes were great for this. Yes, absolutely. And and speaking of boats, you know Boats, I was just talking about about hats. Oh. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't sneak that. Our listeners are way too smart for that little trick. Well, you said you love uh, boats. You were mentioning that earlier, and you like the boat. The boat look. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Roll boat. it out. Let's see if they let's see if yeah. you pick up on it. The boat. So the whole thing is that you know when she was younger, the family in this little town they have like this parade yeah. where the the sailboats go by and they're fully decorated with lights and and they get judged on who is the best right. best light display on the boat. So since Liz's mom has passed, you know, like I mentioned, Christmas hasn't been the same. So the boat has just gone, gone to the, to the sea gods. No, no, it has not. <laughs> it's been in the, the dock in the marina. They did not take it out and scuttle it. Well, that's what they make it seem like is oh. happened. And so I was very, I just thought it was very funny because when she realizes that the boat is still there. When she goes to find it, it's supposed to be the way they're looking at it is like, oh, my God, this is just in disarray. And it is just like a heap of junk. Mm -hmm. And really, all it, it it just has like a bunch of tarps on it. And like it's covered with things. But the boat itself looks pretty pristine. I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. So I've been on a few salvaging missions to bring in boats that have been like, you know, wrecked in the ocean or wrecked in storms and stuff, or people have them in the marina and they need to like transport them somewhere. So I've done a few of those. Mm -hmm. This boat was pristine. Yeah. If, if a boat like this, if, if it had been left in this marina for years and years, it would have barnacles. For the sea gods. Yeah, for the, I'm sorry, for yeah. the sea gods. <laughs> it would have barnacles up the side of it because boats, you have to clean the underside so often. It is ridiculous how quickly barnacles grow. So it'd be covered in barnacles um, the, the white sort of, um, like, I, don't, I forget what kind of material it is, but the white of the boat would be yellowed from the sun. The metal on the boat would all be rusted. Like it, it no, it they was in had, great condition. No, they like had just used some like crest white strips it, yeah, on this boat. Seriously. Like it was like <laughs> sparkling. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a little silly and I, I guess we're supposed to, you know, use our, um, what is that? Uh, Imagination? No, no. Uh, I guess I guess they just wanted us to just sort of roll with it. You know, they they couldn't get you know a broken down boat and fix it. I get it. I'll, I'll let it slide. But I mean, it was it was pretty blatant. Yeah. Even if they had done some CGI, or even if they'd like taken an old photo of a boat and just put it over, you know, just give me something. Yeah. Because um, the tarp. I mean, tarps. Oh man, tarps are hard to remove. Those are hard to get off that boat. Yeah, and it it was so funny to me because Hannah is like they're re they're doing all of like the the repairs or whatever you know uh, for this pristine boat, and it's so funny to me because I'm like Hannah the the young child is doing all of the heavy lifting, <laughs> like where are the adults here? 
Uh, she's They're having getting, cocoa. She's getting stuck in in nets. And uh, that was a funny. That was a pretty funny and, scene. Seeing her in that net. Yeah. Yeah. She was hilarious. And you know, romance is is my my side of things. I was getting excited talking about the boat. Well, we will get back to the boat. There's right, lots ahead. of boat talk, but I have I haven't. I mean, I gotta sneak in some romance somewhere. So I wasn't sure, I will be honest, I was not sure how I was going to feel about the the chemistry between these two. Mm-hmm. But I have to say that I I was pleasantly surprised. I thought these two had great chemistry right offhand. And I guess I should say, I didn't know if I would feel romantic chemistry. So, you know, they, they were friends when they were yeah. young. And, you know, it's been a while. So I was like, you know, how is this going to play into it? And I did feel at first that it definitely was more of like a friendship sort of like buddy. But I really thought the the progression of it was handled extremely well and believable. Yeah. No, I mean, it, I feel like it's tough to do these. These uh, I feel like it's tough to do these ones where they were friends in childhood and kind of taking it to the next level and. That seems to be a, a kind of a running theme lately in Hallmark too, the the old friendship, the old spark. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I think there was some really nice moments, you know, towards the middle and the end of this. When, I love that scene when Liz is trying to get Luke to help them with the boat. Yes. Like she comes over and, you know, she's like kind of pushing him to help and he's not biting. He's like, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm a busy guy. As you can see, I live on my boat. By the way, side note, I love that he lived on his boat. Mm-hmm. I love that we got to see his living quarters on the boat. That was really cool. Um, and then of course, Liz brings in Hannah. She brings out the big guns and it is hilarious. That scene was great. They do a little fist bump right in the middle of it as they, they know it's working. It was, it was a really cute scene. Yeah. I feel like the movie definitely picked up right there. It, de- um, it definitely did. Yes. And yeah, I don't know if we've had a boat dweller before <laughs> in a Hallmark movie. So that was a nice, uh, little change. And yeah, it's cool to see. It was cool to see. And yes, that scene that you're talking about when they're manipulating Luke to help them with the boat. Like on purpose. They're doing it like so blatantly. It's not like they're like sneaky manipulation. Like it's it's Yeah, obvious. it's it's blatant for sure. Yeah. Um, but it was very funny and very cute and mm-hmm. I loved it. And yeah, I the chemistry between them, like I like I said, very believable. Like I just felt like these two were very comfortable with each other. Like there was this definite um comfort between them that they they felt like or you felt when you were watching them together like they really have known each other for years yeah yeah it really that's a good point yes i i totally agree and i will say though that at times i felt like the uh liz character i felt like she was a little over the top you know like in the beginning when she's talking to hannah and then all of a sudden they start singing and skipping you know in her work so there's a a few (laughs) scenes where literally she's just skipping with her daughter. And I don't know, it, it just was a little a little much for me. This was such like a, a serious kind of film at times that this, this sort of skipping through me a bit. Yeah, no, the Liz character definitely was over the top for sure. But she sort of mellowed out like yeah. through the movie. So that was kind of weird. I don't know if it was Luke maybe just sort of mellowing her mm-hmm. out or being around her sad dad. Um, sad dad sad dad dennis <laughs> sad dad dennis but it yes i definitely know what you mean at first i was like oh this this might this might not work for me um and again totally different from her starbuck character yeah. in Battlestar galactica um who i loved by the way if i haven't said uh big big starbuck fan big Battlestar galactica fan but yes 
definitely a different character. I was happy to see her again, but I do agree that it was a little concerning that I wasn't going to be sure if I was going to like the... She was just overly happy. She was leaning into it. Yeah. You know, um, Liz was, was going for it. But leave it to Sad Dad Dennis to, to, to turn Bring that. her down to earth. Bring her down to <laughs> earth. Bring her down to earth. Um, well, let, let's talk a little bit about Sad Dad Dennis if we can from a technical point of view. Please. So I haven't talked lighting yet. I know you guys have been waiting for this. Lighting this film, I thought, was actually done really well. There's a lot of uh, natural light in this film that played off. There's a lot of windows. Um, especially, it's fun to watch this movie kind of progress in the lighting because the lighting really does tell a story in this film. The first time they go into uh, Sad Dad Dennis's house, it almost has like a blue coloration to it. So the blues are really amped up in this. It looks melancholy. It looks sort of bleak, um, but very natural light kind of streaming through. And Dennis's face in a lot of these shots are kind of hidden in shadow. And so he has this shadow to his face and like this white rim kind of going down the, sa uh, the side of it. So he's really sort of this mysterious figure, you know, according to the light. As they bring in Christmas decorations and as they kind of warm up to him and they, they, to, they and he to them, we start to see more yellows in the house. That blue cast in the house goes away. We start to see Dennis more in light. It's a really neat thing to watch. Wow. I did not pick up on that, but I love you for noticing that. And it's, what, it's what I do. It's what I'm here for. I mean, I would assume that is intentional. Oh, it is. Like lighting in, in these films, if done correctly, helps so much with storytelling um, and letting you know the character's motivation. If you start looking at how a character is lit, usually not in like these romantic comedies, but in other films, how a character is lit and how a character is portrayed in that lighting tells a lot about them. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if Terry O'Quinn... No. <laughs> look, I need to be... <laughs> he just made this movie. He went in there and just did the movie himself. I mean, I felt like this movie had a good budget, right? Like, we talk about budget. I feel like we had some... No? I, it's, it's so hard to tell. When they use natural lighting like this so much it, it's very hard to tell because they can get away with a lot that's kind of how i light in a lot of my work is i i like to use natural light um the fact that they yeah i, I think they did because they get these big name actors and i think yeah i think they probably had a decent sized budget yeah i mean i want to talk real quick about the the house so oh, dennis's gracious, yeah. home or you know liz's childhood home yeah. this house Oh my God. There's like one scene in particular that I'm thinking of where Dennis is in like his den. Mm -hmm. If you, I don't know if you remember and he's watching the, on the projector. Oh my goodness. Ooh. Oh, well yeah, that scene will get you, but just the visual of that, <laughs> that room. Yeah. It was so cool. It felt so homey. So like lived in, I mean the whole house in general, but especially that scene, like the colors in that scene oh, and it was beautiful, the, yeah. you know, him watching the projector. I figured you would love this, uh, ha him watching like old projectors and yeah, I just, I couldn't, I just loved the home. Like I, I loved that house wherever it, they, wherever they shot there. It, it had a very like Nantucket, you know, Massachusetts, Maine kind of vibe to it, um, which are some of my favorite houses and. It did feel lived in and just really cozy. And that scene in particular was just so emotional. You know, Dennis leaving, they're having like a little dinner. He made them dinner because he couldn't stand them just eating like they were. And he goes off on his own and just starts watching this slideshow of his, his late wife. And the light from the projector 
uh, coming off the screen onto his face, this bright white light and the tears reflected in his eyes. And, oh man, this was, whew, it gets you. Yeah, and I think it's the scene where they have this really amazing talk, um, Dennis and Liz, where, you know, he's, you know, we find out that the house is in jeopardy and he's having to put it up for sale, mm -hmm. um, which I loved this home. And from from the looks of it, it is, it is an expensive home. 650000 <laughs> according. You usually don't see the prices of these houses, but 650000 is what it was put up for. Yeah, I believe it. I mean, it is a nice place. But so they're having this talk and he's almost, you know, apologizing, I guess, in a way being like his wife took care of these things. He, mm. He's talking about like the house notes and he's like, you know, after she passed, like a few of these, a few things slipped. And I was just like, I know. Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry right now. But the way Terry O'Quinn plays this part, this man knows emotion, like the the crack in his voice, like those actors that can put that that can have like cracks in their voice mm -hmm. and like show that emotion, you feel it in in their speech. It gets you. It gets you. Oh my gosh, it was very touching. You are you're tearing up right very now. Very <laughs> emotional. I I will tear up throughout this episode because I was crying like a baby by the end of this movie. Well, and also, I mean, you know, we talk a little bit about this in script writing, but like adult conversations, two adults having an adult conversation. Is so appreciated. It makes the movie feel so realistic. Just, just great to see. Yeah, absolutely. So not only do we have all of these like emotional scenes in yes. a in a countdown to Christmas movie. Come on, Homer. Come on. what are you doing? Um, that we were not prepared for. We weren't. We have a, a first, I would say, for Hallmark. Um, you know, we had the boat dweller, Luke living in the boat, and then. Can we, can we call him like a mariner or oh. something? Boat dweller is just a weird... He dwells in a boat. I mean, you're not wrong. Go ahead. I know. You know, we talk about Hannah having to work on this boat and it's cold and all of this stuff. <laughs> and what I could not believe, and they actually put this in a Hallmark movie, is this little girl, she gets scurvy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have our first Hallmark scurvy. <laughs> I was just flabbergasted. Oh, God. That scene was so funny, too. Like, it <laughs> I, again, props to the acting in this film. Props to the the writing as well. Um, but that scene was was hilarious. And it's like, yeah, Coco Darling does not cure scurvy. I'm, I'm I hate to be the one to tell you, but she played it up. She got that that Coco. Uh, I love that she knows. Well, maybe she doesn't know what scurvy is, she, but she knows the word scurvy. She seems smart enough to know what scurvy is. Yeah, I yeah, that scene cracked me up, and I was yeah. like, wow, I don't know if I've ever heard uh, uh, scurvy being said in a, in a Hallmark movie. So that was uh, definitely a treat. Um, and especially coming from such a young child. Uh, but yes, I do uh, want to give props to the writer, uh, Robin Gadsby, uh, for this movie. I thought it was written very well. And it really was, yeah. And it was a, a unique story too. You know, it wasn't, you know, uh, businesswoman going back to home, although she really it was. It was a businesswoman going it back was. home. But you, but you know what I mean? Like it wasn't necessarily about, about her job so much as it was uh, about grief and, and dealing with that and this, this Christmas braid, which, by the way, $25,000 for a boat. I mean, that's, I know they're trying to bring in, you know, tourists to this town, but even 5000 would be enough to get people to be like, you know what? Yeah. Let's check this out. I don't think you need to go to twenty five. Um, so that to me seemed a little, uh, I'll say extreme, um, but I guess they had to have that for the plot. So, you know, all the power to you. I mean, it's a lot of work. 
you know, people are getting scurvy out here trying to sure. set up these these light displays. So and what happened with with the fire at her home? You know, because she's you know living um, in different spots because her home was in a fire and she's waiting on the insurance money to start the repairs. We're not really, that's not really explained at all. I, I would love to have a little bit more backstory on that. Um, full disclosure. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking exactly. about. Exactly. That's my point. I so must have why even Why that. even have that in this film if it's not going to be explained? It's just like an offhand comment. I, I think she's she brings it up like two or three times. She's like, oh yeah, you know, we're waiting on the insurance money um, from the fire at my home. So I, I need to know more information about that. Hmm. So. T- totally went over my head. <laughs> you, were, you were too busy looking at that sailboat being like, you know what? That sailboat is way too clean. <laughs> way too clean. I was too busy crying from, from Sad Dad Dennis. So <laughs> so let's talk. I'm going to bring some romance to you. Oh, well, I was getting ready to, to bring it up again, but I appreciate I'm you, I'm you bring bringing the, that back around. I'm going to bring the, the Christmas dance romance to you. Oh, so. okay. Bring it. But from a technical standpoint. So- Let's take a look at this scene real quick. They, so I don't, I don't know if you noticed this, but when they're at the dance, by the way, her dress is lovely. Um, Luke is, is looking pretty good. He needs a little bit of, a little bit of love. I think he should have gone for more of a, uh, maybe a tie. Maybe he could have put on a tie. I mean, she looked, and by the way, she made the right choice. Hair up, hair down, hair down. Yep. Made the right choice. Yep. So this scene is done really, really nice because the lighting there, it's almost like there's this dreamy like filter going on the lighting just glows out i I don't know if you noticed it was a weird sort of effect happening here did you notice that yes it was very glowy yeah uh there was definitely like a like a nice glow bloom happening yeah so they either put a filter over the lens to create that effect that sort of glowy effect or the old school way to do it which actually works really well which they used in uh haunting a blind manor is they took uh, a knit stocking, like a woman's stocking, and put it over the lens with some glue. Mm-hmm. And that sort of effect is, is what creates it. So I think they either use a filter or stockings to create the glowing effect in the scene. Nice. Did you like that? <laughs> but about the stocking or did I like the glow? <laughs> but I mean, it, it added, it made it feel more romantic. It made it feel like this sort of uh, ethereal kind of dance. Yes, I would say so. Uh, and this dance scene, you know, when we have dance scenes, you know, we never know how they're going to go. <laughs> we really don't. Just gonna, uh, like, toss the coin. Uh, but we've we've had a little bit of hinting that they're they're kind of talking about, you know, who they had crushes on. Mm-hmm. I really did like that scene where they're on the boat and he's like telling her all of the things like he's like i know you so well and she's like well do you know this do you know this and he knows all of the answers yeah kind of creepy yeah it's not creepy (laughs) they were best friends for forever and so i thought it was very cute and and then she like admits well i also had a crush was one of her crushes was her drama teacher um yeah did you ever have crushes on your teachers i think we all did didn't we I mean, yeah, I'm sure I did. I had, I had a crush on my English teacher in, I think, eighth grade. I had yeah. a big old, big old crush. I don't think I had um, many crushes on my teachers, uh, but there was one. I give, prob- give him a shout out. Probably shouldn't say. He's probably <laughs> listening to the podcast. He was a math teacher. We'll Ooh, say. All right. He was a math teacher early, early high school. Nice. nice. 
But anyways, uh, that scene was very cute. And we do get a little hint where she's like, well, I had a crush on you. And he's like, no way. Like, I do not believe that at all. And he's like getting ready to be like, well, you know, I almost had a... And then he almost gets decapitated. They both uh, almost which, get yeah. decapitated. Like, this was a dangerous scene. Like... Props to the stunt coordinator. These people could have died. Yeah. Uh, so that was a funny scene. But then, so then we lead to leads to the dance. Also, I want to shout out the friend of Luke, uh, Marcus. Yeah. Uh, I We've seen him before. Well, maybe you haven't. But uh, he was played by Jason McKinnon. And I really enjoyed him in the movie Sense, Sensibility, and Snowmen mm. um, with Aaron Krako and Kimberly Sustet. He was very funny in that movie. So when I saw him in here, I was like, oh, this guy. So I thought he was great. I thought their friendship uh, was, was. Yeah, really- I, did, I did like their friendship a lot. Yeah. yeah. So I liked that he was like egging him on to like ask her to the dance and to the ball. Excuse me. Um, and so, yeah, we get this this ball dance and something I was not expecting, uh, you know, didn't get this in my in my gingerbread miracle as much as I as I wanted it, but we get a before end kiss. Yeah, we do. We also get that lean in before the kiss. Like that was now that gave me some some freeze arms. Okay. That this is what I'm saying. This was very unexpected for me. This was like the most like subtly intense moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it really was. It was so even I felt it. Even I felt it. The kiss wasn't even like I wouldn't I don't even know how to like categorize it it's the whole scene it has to be the whole it's the this it is the whole thing because their lips are not even moving like they're almost barely touching yeah the lips they're just kind of stuck there where they meet the lips are just there but they don't move it's like almost like they're as shocked as we are like what is happening it was cool it was different it was very different to see i i was i was a fan of that i was a fan too it was very different and i felt like i felt so much even like Liz is like almost like this was so intense when I tell you. Like if you have not seen this movie, just watch it for this scene, uh, because she is almost like like gripping his back. Like the the tension, the it it is like it, it was it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting it. This is what we got, and I was definitely here for it. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, the the whisper in the ear, like that. That like the kiss, whatever. I take it or leave it. The whisper in the ear, that in that just that an admission of just liking each other. Like that scene was just done beautifully. And again, we have the stocking over the lens to make it look even dreamier. And just this was to me was like one of the highlight scenes of the of the film when it comes to romance. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I would say pinnacle. Pinnacle. Um, but yeah, what a sweet, sweet scene. Like yeah. this scene was just and then when they go outside, you know, she's obviously upset because they're like, you know, we can't make this work, blah, blah, blah. The, the, they have some snowfall outside. Dennis is sitting by the fire. Like that whole outside kind of fair market thing they've got going on. Great job by the, the set designer. It just had this great Christmas small town vibe. Like that was awesome. Yeah. Back to some more uh, Dennis because <laughs> he's, I mean, really, like I... This movie had so many good parts about it, and but and I even read, and I think it was Katie Sackhoff uh, made a post uh, on her Instagram when they were making the movie, and she said that, you know, 
Terry O'Quinn, like this Dennis character, he was like the heart of the movie. Yeah. And I really felt like he pulled everything in together. So everyone obviously did an amazing job. But yeah, the heart of this movie was, you know, her mom passing and Dennis trying to still dealing with this grief and how it's pushed his daughter away. He barely knows his granddaughter. Mm -hmm. And all of that. Oh, my God. I'm like getting choked up again. All of that. (laughs) was like just so much already but there's this scene that she she lets hannah go for the day they're like to be little elves and like to help people and luke ends up having to help her with a boat so dennis takes her he's like i'll take her and you know they're coming back from from the little time they've had together and there's this joke that, you know, they get these Santa hats and she's like, oh, he's never, you're never going to get him to wear that <laughs> elf hat. And so Hannah is talking to him and she she just like flat out asks him, like, why? Why has he stopped wanting to have Christmas with them? And she's like, you know, because we really enjoyed, you know, spending time with you. And she's like, if you, you know, if you, it's because mom says it's because you miss grandma. And, you know, he's like, yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, our hearts are breaking. And and she's like, but shouldn't we like if you miss grandma and we miss grandma, shouldn't we just all be together and miss grandma together? Oh, God. Ugh, I'm getting. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> oh, my God. I am just like welling up. And then he puts the mm-hmm. elf hat on. He puts the hat on. And if I am not like a sobbing mess, because he's doing this for his granddaughter, which is just so sweet. And just knowing like that he ends up like getting a Christmas tree and decorating the whole house, like just to make them happy. Like it was just the sweetest thing to see. Watching his sort of character arc throughout this film was, was great. It was believable. It was done well. I mean, he just, he crushed it. He crushed it. I mean, really, at the heart of this film, yes, there's the romance, obviously, but mm-hmm. at the heart of this film, it, to me, it's really about, you know, how, you know, people deal with their grief in, in different ways. And even though, you know, uh, Liz and Dennis obviously love each other a lot, that, that grief and how they deal with it sort of tore them apart. And it also brings them together at the end. And that, to me, is sort of the crux of this film. And, and I, I love that message. It definitely was a very, um, very deep, deep message. Yeah. Uh, Almost like Christmas a Hallmark <laughs> Movies and Mysteries film, wouldn't you say? Again, this movie was great, but just not, we were not expecting, not expecting it to go this, this hard. On. I want to talk to the scheduler at Hallmark, get them on the phone, have them call me. We need to have a discussion about how this film snuck into Countdown to Christmas. Yeah. Um, another dinner scene I just have to shout out because there are so many. And, and again, the heart of this is like what you were saying of them dealing with their grief. Mm-hmm. You know, he she's working so hard to like get this boat in the competition and do all of this. And she's, you know, talking to her. Liz is talking to her dad about the boat and just like, you know, mom loved the boat so much. Like, why would you not, you know, do this? And he's like looking at her like you silly child like he's like it wasn't about the boat he's like she loved you and it was like about their time spent together and then like his voice is like breaking again and um and he's like she loved you and then he says like and me and when he says and me (laughs) do you not remember the scene i i do this is pretty good 
pretty good. <laughs> oh my God. Give this man an Oscar just for this. When he says, I'm not an actor, so I can't do it. But I, I mean, again, just crying throughout this whole movie. Like, See, I, I almost got a little bit more teary when he's playing chess with his granddaughter for the first time <laughs> and, and watching him watch her play and teaching her like he just these subtle little things he does just ah oh man that got me just the passing along of knowledge and just gets, yeah. gets you right in the feels i did love the the chess fe yeah. the feature yeah. <laughs> i did love the chess uh role that was in this movie mm -hmm. um you know you've you've tried teaching me chess it's gone uh, great maybe <laughs> Maybe I need to get Sad Dad Dennis to teach me because Hannah caught on real quick. I did not catch on that quick. So we have our, the conflict, obviously, is we Luke and Liz are like, yeah. we can't be together. You're here. I'm there. Come with me. You live on a boat. I can't. Yeah. Mom, blah, blah, like blah. she's like, would you leave Seattle? Because he was like, well, why can't you be here? And she's like, my life is there. Like my job is there. And right. she's like, would you leave here? And he's like, no, I got my mom. and yeah, my mom the, and her flowers. Yeah. And so... Um, we're just kind of like, well, there goes that. <laughs> um, it's over. Done. So then we have the the parade, the, the, the boat. Which we almost forget about. <laughs> yes. There's a lot going on. There is a lot going on, but then uh, Luke, you know, has to talk to his mom. You know, he tells her what happened. She's like, sweetheart, I'm fine. You go get your girl. Yeah. Like you've waited long enough. And Dennis for this. is like, "What's taking you so long? Get her." <laughs> yeah, I did. I like that scene where he goes to Dennis and tells him, and he's kind of like looking at him, like, "Duh!" Like we all know that mm -hmm. you love her. So, so he's like, "Well, can you help me?" You know, and we're like, "Ooh, big grand gesture! I can't wait." So I have to say, the boat lit up. Like I didn't know what to expect, but it was beautiful. Yeah, it was. I mean, yes, I, I would say so. This this was done very well. I mean, we're waiting for it the entire film, so they had to go out for this this reveal. And yes, it it looked it looked wonderful. Yeah, Christmas lights are my thing. Yeah. I absolutely love Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. I love driving around and looking at them. Give me a sailboat Christmas light display. Oh my gosh! Didn't even know you loved it, but there you go. No, I didn't know I loved it, but now I feel like I need this in my life. Yeah. So we have to find some island boat town that does this and we will definitely there. find the $25,000 jackpot every year. sailboat christmas light parade um i mean for that grand prize like let's we, buy a boat let's, we could literally we, buy a boat and enter it ourselves we totally could so the big grand gesture the ending of this movie now when you say oh this didn't get me or that didn't get me i know that this got you Yes, it got true. it got both of us. I mean, I used, I mean, yeah, I'll tear up, but I had tears falling in this one. I mean, he was fighting it so hard. The sail comes down. It's a slideshow, you know, of all their their family memories on the boat. While it's just it's it's so ridiculously good. It's such a smart idea, um, and then he pops up from beneath the deck, you know, where he's living and just. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it was dwelling. gorgeous. Yeah, dwelling. It was just, it was just gorgeous. Um, and it got me. The one thing that took me out of it, the one thing, and it, I'm going to be like the only person that sees this movie and, and gets upset about this. I, ha I have an idea. I know you do. I know because you know me so well. So they find, earlier in the film, they find, you know, uh, Liz's mom's old 35 millimeter film camera. And, you know, 
Luke is like, oh, there's there's still some film on here. Let's take some shots. And so he takes shots of them. That cabin is so dark. It's so dark. There is no way those shots look as good as they do on that cell. There's just no way. And it just, as soon as I saw him take photos, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. This is not going to be good. And it, it, you know, small thing. Who knew Luke is uh, an also novice film photographer? Yeah. So. Yeah. But I mean, they would be black. They would, yeah. be, they would not be exposed at all. <laughs> Don't at all. ruin this scene. I'm okay? sorry. But this scene. So while, while the so tears touching. are falling down my face, I'm like, oh, no, those, those are not film photos. <laughs> no, you were those not. are not film photos. <laughs> so meanwhile, I, I'm thinking you're fighting back tears, but you're crying. But also like the, the turmoil is like, oh, no, <laughs> these photos would not be this good. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, um, the life of a photographer. Yeah. Well, I cried more for this movie than I think I have for any movies in mystery. I know. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't a mystery, but there was, you know. A lot of movies. A mop that I had to... Uh, dry up all of my tears mm -hmm. on my face so yes this scene was amazing wow beautiful it was it was just it paid off i mean like i said they, they were yeah. building up to this the entire film literally the entire film it definitely paid off in spades great to see yeah and then we get an ending kiss and you know I at thought, this point i don't know what's happening because i tears i don't like whatever. so many Everybody's tears happy. it was hard to to keep track of what was on the screen mm -hmm. there was definitely i don't know if it was uh stocking or what maybe it was my tears but there was like a glow to the screen it was it was probably my tears <laughs> it could have been a stocking uh, uh, the yeah. very true <laughs> um i think i would give this in kiss uh i think it was maybe kindling yeah. kindling vibes it wasn't it wasn't i mean i don't know if that bef other before ending kiss could be considered blazing inferno the kiss itself was not blazing no. inferno but that scene, the scene there was fire the scene was blazing inferno there was fire because yeah, sometimes the kiss isn't just about the kiss it's about the lead up and then the the, the fall off it's about the lead up and it's about the fall off look at you I'm I'm taking over romance. Breaking down, guys. breaking, breaking I'm down romance. Taking over romance. You're turning romance into technical. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, this end kiss I would say was the kindling yep. before the sparks. It wasn't as good as the the before end, but it was sweet. I mean, her daughter was like right there, so I get it. And Dennis is like hiding her eyes, which was super cute, also. And then I love that at the end he's like, "We have, of course, they win the sailboat because I mean, come on." Yeah. Then. Would they do like the tradition? The mom, you know, always would say family photo time, <laughs> and Dennis does it this time. It was very sweet, and it ends with like the photo. I'm very glad that they didn't. I don't think they did right. Show like the cheesy. This is the photo we took after. I honestly, I like, <laughs> I don't remember. Like I, I because you were crying. So no, much. because I was just. It was weird because once that that sale came down and that whole thing happened, I was just like lost. I was like, yeah. okay, they won, everything's fine. We were both a mess. Whew. I didn't have my tissues on no. on hand, so Sleeves, it was <laughs> blankets. It was, it was awful. But yeah, guys, I mean that is Christmas sale. Yeah, I guess is that supposed to be like twofold: the sale of their of that house and the sailboat. Sure, why not? But I mean, really, when you think about it, it's that sale that comes down. And has all the Christmas memories on yeah. it. So it's a nice little title. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like yeah, that. There you go. Um, but yeah, I hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did. I uh, hope you all cried as much as we did. We all had a collective great cry. 
please let us know what you all thought of it. Maybe you you didn't like it as much as we did, or or maybe your heart is stone. We you know whatever. Or maybe your heart is stone. Um, but please, uh, you know, drop us some messages. Let us know. And thank you guys again for all the likes, subscribes, what are the reviews, all of the things, all of the wonderful things that you guys do. It really keeps us going uh, during this busy time because there are a ton of movies. And so to know that you guys are out there listening while we record these is, is pretty great. So thank you all for that. Yes. And even though we circled back for this one, uh, we stay tuned for our next review, mm-hmm. which is going to be a doozy. Oh, yeah. Humdinger. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'll give you a little. There's going to be a whiteboard. There's going to be a whiteboard. All right. I'm going to tell you that right now. We're going to deep dive into time travel with a whiteboard. Stay tuned. It's going to be it's going to be fun. Yes, that will be for next stop mm-hmm. Christmas, which will also be our next stop of the podcast. Wow. All right. And on that, we're going to go. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Bye, guys.